Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. What does motion sound like? With Kizikans Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com/socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Are you ready? It's The Roundtable with me, Robert Bannon. Never in a million years when I started The Roundtable almost two years ago did I think someone like Eric Roberts would come on to talk to me. The Oscar nominee, the star of The Pope of Greenwich Village, and many, many other movies. I mean, we could list many. TV shows, music videos, etc. An actor's actor. Yes, he's Emma Roberts' father. Yes, he's Julia Roberts' brother. But he is an Oscar-nominated superstar, and he has been in some of the most iconic films of all time. Hi, everyone. I'm Robert Bannon. This is The Roundtable, where artists talk about art, and what better artists than Eric Roberts? If you want more information about my show, listen to us every single day on the Broadway Podcast Network or visit us on YouTube, where people like Eric Roberts pop on. Yes, that's right. Well, he was here not too long ago. And we caught up with him and his lovely, talented wife, Eliza. Hold on to your hat. It's a good one. Only on the round table. There you are. Hello, Eric and Eliza. Nice intro. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for your body of work and for all of the work and time and effort and talent you've shared with us through all of these years. (laughs) Well, Congratulations on everything and the work and and it just keeps coming and you are a chameleon of of an actor. You have literally what I've enjoyed so much watching a lot of your work is the the accent work, the impediment work, the 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 all of the things that you do as I could be real corny and actor right now, but you have such an, a brilliant technique. You are a chameleon. You are such a an amazing actor. That is so kind of you. You know, ever since I was a child, because I, I, I grew up acting, ever since I was a child, I've had these compliments from people I really respect. And I've always thought, God, I fooled them because I'm just having fun. I'm just I'm just exploring <laughs> this this uh, this uh, this psyche of this other human having a blast. And, and everybody's going, wow, you're so good. And it's like it's like a gift because the chameleon thing's really funny, though, both of you, because my mom, Lila Garrett, used to say, well, uh, Eric's genius is the benefit of having no true self. 
Yeah, she said that. Right. You know, well, that's well. What is it's it's amazing to watch and it's inspiring to watch, and your tenacity for it is is amazing and love for it. Um, when we were putting this together, and and we were so you were so kind to grace us. I only thought of one person who had to join me. My cousin Adrian is the biggest Eric Roberts fan. Well, let Adrian. Let she literally follow here through the years. She has Aww. she has found you. Anywhere you are, and she's here to join us. So there's there's Adrian now. Hello, Adrian. She had to be here. She knows all sorts of your career and has been an avid fan and follower of your career and your work for, for a long time. Thank right. you, Adrian. Thank you um, so much, baby. Uh, you, I am such a fan, and we've met a few times, and, and I'm I'm just honored to be here today to be in your presence. I dressed up for it, of course. <laughs> you look gorgeous. And you're wearing sparkles, her very favorite. I see. Yeah. I, Liza, I knew. But, Robert, you did an excellent job. You picked some – King of the Gypsies is, is one of my favorites, but you picked some really excellent choices there. You did, and you covered the music videos. You reminded us of ones that we forgot all about, so that was great. Well, I had the most fun looking at the music videos because the music videos range from, you know, Rihanna's Bitch Better Have My Money and The Killers. And there's more. I mean, there are there are tons. And yeah. Akon in the in the cell block with you. Like you, you are the Energizer Bunny. You just, I was reading an article with you. I don't know if it was in Vanity Fair. Three movies a day. You can be on three different sets a day. And I get it. The work. It's the work. How? Eliza, Eric, how do you schedule that? You were doing a movie with Larry the Cable Guy and Dark Knight on the same day. Uh, yeah, that was, and on both happened to be in Chicago. Also, when we were in Toronto doing Suits, he was also doing Lost Girl. So, the, I mean, like those are those are heavy, but you figure twenty four hours divided by three. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing now. He doesn't always think it's that funny. I give her such grief, man. I, really? I, 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 yeah, I do. She, there is nobody on the planet who can get something done as well as my wifey. If you want it done, you give it to her. You say, get it done. She'll get it done, or no, no matter what it is. She's a genius. It's an overused and abused word. She is a genius, a bona fide genius. So, but, but sometimes I get tired. <laughs> you, the train. I would is, think. You know, this is California, so it's all cars, right? You have to have a blankie and a pillow and a lot of water in the car, and you just like load them up and take them from set to set. <laughs> sounds really nuts. Can I just say before we get too far away from the one thing that you said, hockey, um, uh, hockey and pride. Hockey. Yes. So my daughter, Aunt Morgan, who's gay. Um, she used to, she, one day she says, and I was a figure skater, right? And, and, but that was in New York. So now we're in California. She's like, mom, I have to play ice hockey. She's a little girl. And we went to the rink and we got her the outfit. She never got on the ice. All she wanted was the outfit. And she would run around. She's very, very young with her, you know, shoulder pad hockey jersey um, and her snuggly for her baby doll. And that was her. She had both things going on. She was this nurturing mama who was also an ice hockey player. And she, and there you go. So gay and hockey go together just beautifully. That's right. I, and I love that. And I'm really honored. I'm super honored that I get to be there for Pride Night and sing the national anthem. Send my love to her for sure. I love that. I'm gonna. I may have to rock a hockey jersey as well. Cool. Um, <laughs> um, I know that. 
when I was looking things up, I know that your your parents were acting teachers. Is that right, Eric? Yes, they were. Yes, they were. My uh, my father started an acting school called the Actors and the Writers Workshop, funded in part by the by by the Martin Luther King Foundation, and we and he and he patterned that school after Joe Papp's public public theater in that we had a showmobile and we toured the underprivileged areas all week and then we'd have theater in the park on the weekends. And that's how I grew up. And you were literally born into the biz. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that that's where it started. And now before we get into all of the other credits, your latest project, I don't want to, I don't want to miss out anyone to miss out watching it this weekend. I know the first it's already started to stream. HBO Max, everyone who has an HBO subscription, you can get HBO Max included in your subscription. Eric Roberts is the newest cast member on The Righteous Gemstones. I have never had a job I enjoyed more than my participation in Righteous Gemstones. That show is miraculous. And my role is, 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 is wonderful and I don't want to give anything away. He's insane. And so, <laughs> but uh, it's just the most wonderful experience, working experience I've ever had. And I didn't go looking to uh, to find that. And I was and I I was I was gifted that when I got the part, both in front of and behind the camera. These people are perfect, and they gave me a job. Can we take a peek? Can we take a peek at a scene? Because. <laughs> There's a, it's is an A-list cast of brilliant actors. Take a peek at this and tell me you don't want to check it out this weekend. This is Junior, friend of mine from Memphis. Who's this hot piece of tail? That's my daughter, Judy. Oh, excuse me. And uh, this one of her girlfriends? Well, I'm not a lesbian partner. I'm her husband, BJ. No, BJ, he's big dicking you. <laughs> What a cast! What a cast! And how funny and timely is the show? What a blast! John Goodman is my new favorite actor. That guy, that guy, he he just he just keeps it coming all the time. And he's also a great cat. He's wonderfully normal. I love that. Yeah. My goodness. What a fun set. All right. Hey, I, I know you have questions. Adrian has poured in her. She's a notebook. She thought of questions. Okay. I, go ahead, A. I'm ready. This is your moment. Listen, I'm very excited. I, I do have my little cheat sheet here just because, you know. Um, one I always things, have a cheat sheet. He does. Always. It's just, it's just important. Her. Oh, yes. Um, I mean, you've done like so many roles. I mean, so many amazing roles. And you've worked with so many amazing people. As you mentioned now, John Goodman, Susan Sarandon, John Voigt, James Earl Jones. What, who would you love to work with that you haven't worked with yet? We 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 were having this this conversation last night. Oh my um, gosh! Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, who, who, I'm so bad with names. Who are the two actors we we we're talking about? Well, I mean, listen, it's actually a pretty long list, even yeah, though the two actresses we're talking about last night. Oh, um. Let's see, who were we talking about last night? Oh gosh, there's a couple of people we there's so many people we love. All you can think about is who you're gonna leave out. Well, yeah. Um of course. I mean, there's the obvious people like you know, Joan and John Cusack and, and Meryl, Meryl Streep, yeah, and you know, yeah. and, and all of that. <laughs> of course, it'd be nice. Susan Sarandon again would be really nice. 
But I mean, there's a lot of people that we really, really love. You know, one thing that's kind of funny is we've known Jeffrey Dean Morgan forever and ever and ever since the very beginning. Uh, well, before the beginning. Before the beginning, yeah. And actually worked with him. In fact, in fact, excuse me, I have to interrupt. If it weren't for Jeffrey Dean Morgan, I wouldn't be sitting with this woman right now. Jeffrey, we, we met on an airplane, okay? We exchange numbers. We go our separate ways. I call her. A man answers the phone with a very deep voice. Hello? May I speak to Eliza? Mass, who's calling? Oh, uh, you can tell her it's Eric. I'll be right back. He's calling <laughs> for like four full minutes. Now, that's a long time to wait on the phone. I do. I wait. He, here's what happened. I, I found this out 20 years later. He goes to her. He goes, phone call. She goes, who is it? He goes, Eric. I don't know an Eric. Honey, it sounds like Eric Roberts. Oh, I met him on the plane. That's right. She takes the call. If he hadn't said it sounds like Eric Roberts, she wouldn't. And I wouldn't have called back because I would have assumed I was blown off. Okay, oh. see it. Cool. I love that. Morgan is why I have my wifey. <laughs> I love Jeffrey from the bottom of my heart, if for nothing else, for that. And what, how many years are you guys together now? A hundred. <laughs> 30-year wedding anniversary coming up. Congratulations. Um, That's amazing. Yeah. By the way, Jeff was at my house because he was one of a of a interesting list of nannies that I had for Keaton and Morgan. Yeah. Um, so he was just, he was there because I was in New York. So he, he was babysitting. Was he was yeah. babysitting. Yeah. So anyway, it'd be really fun to work with Jeff again. Back to your list. Yes. No, that's that's so fantastic. And I know there was a question as well, which again, another one of my uh, my favorite uh, roles that you did was was Star Eighty, which it's just it's it's haunting. I mean, it's 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 tragic. But you were just you were very handsome. I, I do have to say, you're, you're still very handsome. But what drew you to that? And I know you in in uh, interviews you talked about Bob Fosse. What was something that drew you to that role? Uh, Bob Fosse, uh, and he could have been your filming of the phone book and I would, uh, I would have tried just as hard to be in it. Uh, it, it didn't matter. It's about Fosse movie. I had to be in it. And when I read the script, I got to tell you, uh, he, uh, he wrote the script and I didn't like it. I thought it was way too on the nose. It, mm. it was, it was way too obvious for me as a reader. Uh, it, it like read like, uh, synopsis of a screenplay not really a screenplay it was like this uh, i would i would find out later you know this this uh this this very fast thinking man's thoughts bam 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 on the story and uh but he he was it's an overused and abused words so you have to be careful with it but he was a genius yeah. and once 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 you work with a real genius you uh you realize two things very quickly that you're not one and that these guys are unusual. These guys are hard to find. You don't meet them every day, and yet we use you know that that uh, that word twice a week. But you don't you don't meet them. I mean, I've met maybe three in my lifetime, and I've had a long life so far. I mean, I've I've had some good living. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, what I found so fascinating about that role is you were just in a, a bad car accident before you did that movie, and in the audition process, is it true that did he make you like skip and gallop to to prove that you were okay? Well, that's not exactly what happened. What, uh, I came out of, uh, I had a terrible accident uh, June 4th of the year before in 81. And uh, I was supposed to be going to Broadway that fall. 
uh, in a play called Mass Appeal that, that Milo O'Shea and I had made a hit off Broadway. And, uh, and uh, uh, so, but, but I came out of my coma and I had no short-term memory. And uh, I would brush my teeth, put down my toothbrush and lose my toothbrush. I mean, it was that bad. So I, I was in real trouble. So, uh, but, but um, what was the question? The audition process. Did he ask you if you were okay to? Oh yeah, oh yeah, right. So, so uh, I was supposed to do this play, and Gelding uh, of his Fitzgerald was the uh, the director of the play. And since we made the play a hit, there was a break in the play because Milo, without telling us, had agreed to do My Fair Lady on Broadway. So we, so so we lost Milo. So, uh, so JLD was going to replace him. And I said, no, no, Milo is half the show. We're not replacing Milo. So I held out for Milo. Okay. So he was uh, making a movie. So, um, uh, I went away to a, to a make a movie too. Anyway, she, she told, um, when she didn't like my new portrayal of this character. Got it. So we went our separate ways. So she told people that I was, I was damaged from the accident. So he got that word and he heard I was. So he told me in one of the auditions, he said, would do you walk around the room for me? So I did. And he said, I was told you were crippled. I said, well, I'm not. He said, yeah, I see that. He said, uh, would you also skip? <laughs> so I skipped. He said, okay, cool. He goes, uh, you, you uh, have a good body, don't you? I said, well, I stay in shape. He says, good, because I'll be showing your body. I said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is literally cinematic history for sure. Yeah, he was a he was a miracle. He well, a miracle. we got a question while you were talking. One more question about Sorry Dean, and then we'll we'll move on to some other. But someone asked, you know, one of you one of your finest performances. This is Marie, who says one of your finest performances was Paul in Star Eighty. How long did it take for you to? And how long does it take for you to forget you've played a lot of bad guys or questionable guys? How long does it take you to shake? shake off that character work. How long does it take you to get rid of that feeling? Well, Paul was hard because Paul was pathetic. And yet Paul was the last person to know that. And so Paul was a hard one because I, I had to take care of Paul in my inner self in order to, to, to I had to like Paul in order to play him. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so, so I had so much empathy for the man and so much understanding for the loss and so much anger of the fact if he hadn't killed her, he would have gotten very wealthy off of what's uh, Chippendales. Off of Chippendales that he started. And so, and so he would have had everything he wanted. He would have been fine, but he panicked as losers do. He was a loser. You know, he, he, he didn't think big time. He thought small time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, and so that, that, that was a hard shakeoff because I had to, I had to hold him. I had to take care of him because he was so broken. Well, that's, you know, you, you bring me back. I talked to you before we went on about acting and being a student act. I'm sorry, A, I just have to go on this. We, what I learned when I was learning technique is that you have to have the point of view of the character. You can't judge the character. When you're playing the character, you can't judge the character. You can't, you have to find a way into that person. So here if, you talk. if you're judging, you're outside. Yeah. 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 Ah, I could nerd out and talk about acting with you for hours. Go ahead, A. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So I have this, which you signed. 
in 2008, just so you know, um, I know it's my favorite. My grandfather got my grandfather loved you and best of the best. Another one of my favorites. And then he said, but no, no, my favorite is King of the Gypsies. And a few weeks later, because I, I spent a lot of time with my grandparents, I was there on the weekends and we watched this movie. I was probably too young to watch it. But what a beautiful film. And that was your first film, if I'm not mistaken, 1978, I believe. If I'm, my, what What's one of your favorite memories from, from doing that film? Uh, there's a scene when my mother, Susan Sarandon, and my baby sister, Brooke Shields, find me. I'm with my girlfriend. And uh, my uh, my girlfriend goes to make to make you know, coffee for everybody while I'm talking with my mom and my sister. And there you're telling me to come home, please. And uh, I was working on the scene the uh, the night before. I was I was I was I was brushing it up to, uh, to shoot it the next day, and I realized what I wanted to do was break the coffee set, and I wanted to do that, but I didn't want to ask. I wanted just to do it. So I called the prop guy. I said, I need your help. I want to break some shit tomorrow, so you gotta have doubles. He goes, Oh, triples, no sweat. Okay, thanks. So, 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 so I like show up that day and we go through the rehearsals and everything. And I don't show anybody what I'm going to do. And then we're shooting and I do it. I break it, break it. I'm crying, I'm throwing shit. And, uh, and cut, Frank says, cut. That was brilliant. Oh my God. Did we go and have another coffee set? And the crowd goes, yeah, we do. Eric called me. <gasps> and the look on Frank's face, uh, I can almost cry now because I, I I started crying then. Frank said to me, "You are a professional," <laughs> and it was it was the nicest moment I had ever had in my acting life up to that point. Oh, it's it's I I, I watch it at least once a year. I, I just I, I really enjoy it. It's just it's such a and such a again such a beautiful cast, you know. And oh my gosh, what a you know. Um, I do want to ask, and I'm sure you get asked a lot, as Robert, when he uh, came, came on tonight, um, The Dark Knight. What was it like working with Christopher Nolan? And did you get to speak to Heath a lot and, and Christian as well? Sure. Yeah, we uh, we hung out. Uh, uh, Heath was lovely. I heard all these ridiculous stories about he was so into the character that, you know, he died because he was in his blackness, whatever. He He just, you know. It was it was medication and sleeping pill. He just over it's so unfortunate. He was so lovely. He was so normal. He was so sweet. And I've been told, stay away from him. And he's into the part. That wasn't true. He like he like showed up you know that day with all the bad guys on the table. He's got that long monologue. Mm -hmm. And we're rehearsing first because you know Chris 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 Nolan's walking around looking at your camera angles. You decide I'm talking to the DP while we're rehearsing. And uh, he gets all through with this enormous monologue and he turns to the table with all of us sitting there and he goes, how am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> and we all started, all started laughing because he was brilliant. How are you doing? Yeah, awesome, dude. And we just, it was like that on that set. It was very friendly, very lovely, very sweet. The only outsider was Christian Bale. And, you know, because that's how he likes it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I love that uh, when when everything when after Heath had passed and I remember you coming on CNN and you spoke so nicely about him. And, and I love that you said, you know, people assume things, you know, right away that it's it's, oh, you know, the actors one way or the other. And I just I appreciate that about you. So because I thought that was so sweet when you did that. 
Look, it's hard to be Christian Bale, okay? You know, <laughs> okay. It, it, He's talking about Heath, I think. Actually, it was it was like summer camp the whole time. Christian was there with his kids and his yeah. wife, and we were all we and super sweet with the kids. He called his daughter Cookie, and, <laughs> um, and um, it really was just like camp. I mean, there nobody separated themselves from my experience there at all. So, oh no, socially on yeah. the set, it was everybody and Christian. Hmm. Right, right. Well, speaking of action movies, you know, and I can't be remiss to not talk about The Expendables and um and your 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 part in that I mean every major movie star is in that in that movie. But I was thinking about earlier about you and your your path with Mickey Rourke. Like Mickey Rourke mm -hmm. and you have kind of you've done a lot a bunch of projects together. And Only two. Only oh, okay. two. the two really? of you. Yeah. Because uh, Spun and Pope. And Pope. And also, um, there was one that you did that was a smaller indie, and then also Luck of the Draw. Okay. Yeah, there's a few. Anyway, Spun, there's a great story about Spun. Did, 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 did you see Spun? I, I have seen Spun. Well, Mickey Roar kicks ass in Spun. It's an incredible, incredible piece of work of his. And uh, uh, when I was off of that part it was it was dangled because you and mickey you and mickey and i'm like okay but it's got to be good you know and they're like yay you're gonna you're gonna play a drug dealer and you you uh have a good body so, so we're we're gonna have off your shirt you have all these girls and all this stuff and i'm like that is so cliche i want to vomit <laughs> and and that and it's all what do you want to do i said i want to play totally gay with a pompadour and a boy and dressed and 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 the uh, director, what was his name? Jonas something. He was Madonna's um, Madonna's video director. He's amazing. He says, Evan, I love the idea. We do it. We do it. We do it. So we did it. And I'm so proud of it. It's so good. And uh, so that was that was that was Mickey and I's, you know, first year reuniting. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love it. Well, we have another question from someone watching. Uh, Mike asks, do, do you have a favorite line? from your career, his personal favorite is, they took my thumb, Charlie. So good. <laughs> I've got about 10 favorite lines. One is from Pope with Mickey, and it's, what do you need a new suit for, Charlie? You got no job to wear it to. <laughs> I always like that line a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's and that that's like end scene. Can it get better than that? Go ahead, Adrian. Go ahead. Um, I one of my other favorite movies uh, that I, I really enjoyed, and it kind of was like I want to say I believe it was an independent film. Was uh, it's my party? And again, another huge cast ensemble, and you were so beautiful in that. I mean, talk about you know needing a million tissues. It was such a beautiful story. Do you think it was a little ahead of its time? Obviously. Obviously, it was first. No, it was second. There was there was Philadelphia. Then there was a big pause. And everybody was nervous about ever doing it again. Mm -hmm. And then there was it's my party. And then, then there's a floodgate opened up. And uh, uh, it's my party. I am as proud of being a part of that movie as I am as being married to my wife. I love that movie like I love her completely. That's a great movie. And I got one funny story for you that I know you'll appreciate. Uh, being a man who kisses men is. Uh, I've been known uh, to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I have a scene with Gregory Harrison where we kiss romantically. 
and we're both boring, heterosexual kind of kind of <laughs> nerdy guys that way. You know, we don't we don't you know it's kind of weird. So you know, but we got to do it, and you know, we're pros. Okay, do we practice? I don't know. That's weird. I don't know. You want? No, no, no. I don't know. So, so you know, it's odd. But we get to it, and we're and we're in rehearsal. We just pause. That's the kiss, and we do this and that. Blah blah. Okay, now we're shooting. Okay, here we go, and the kiss is about to happen, and bang, it does, man. It works, kiss, man. It's a killer kiss, 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 kiss. Wow. Separate, cut. Everybody applauded, and almost everybody was gay. I was so <laughs> proud. I've never been prouder in my life. You passed the test. <laughs> I did, and it, it, it was it was a test. I mean, it was a test, dude. It was something. That's the I test. I was petrified. <laughs> I love it, it. It truly, it truly was. It, it's such a great film, and I, I, I should post about it and say, you know, people, the young people should watch it of today because it really, it just, it's, it's so touching. It's such a beautiful, beautiful story. Thank you so um, much. Yeah, that, I really, I, I enjoy that. Um, Who played my mom? What's her name? Lee Grant. Oh, Lee Grant. Oh yes. When I die, to this day, I can hear it in the back of my head. Oh my God. There was a great line in that movie too, although Eric said it in, in uh, sign language, but he also said it out loud. But he says, because Marley Matlin was his sister, so the whole family knew sign language. So, you know, It's My Party is about someone throwing their exit party because they're terminal because of that. In those days, AIDS was terminal. And um, Eric asked for a cigarette and his mom and his sister tried to stop him from smoking. And, you know, he has like 10 hours left, right? And he goes, what are you talking about? And however you sign it, it's not like it's going to kill me. <laughs> right? And it's so great because it's so funny in such and a painful, such a painful moment. And, you know, of all things for him to have to learn in sign language, you know, I don't, hopefully you won't be using that too much. But anyway, yeah, it was ahead of its time. And, and unfortunately, the marketing um, at the time, it was MGM, John Kelly. And, and, and they were scared of it. Well, they, they, it needed to be marketed as an Indian. We were in New Orleans um, shooting when it, when it came out. It was a wonderful independent theater near us where Flirting with Disaster opened. And we expected that It's My Party would open there. I mean, they had these wonderful art films. And then there was another theater down the street where it was just nothing but action and, you know, and whatever Marvel type movies from those days. They opened It's My Party there. Oh. So we were like, who is in charge of this? Are you not? And there, there was nobody was really aware. It was like a miscommunication. So the movie really never was seen. People who now see it, Adrian and, mm -hmm. and both of you guys, now see it. They they stumble on it a lot of times because of the pandemic. Um, they're like, wait a minute, where's this film been all my life? You know, I get it's, a lot of that. it's so good. The one thing that wasn't ahead of its time about it is I really don't think. They'd have two, um, you know, heterosexual actors playing the leads now. Because, I mean, like, it's like, you know, come on. I mean, in those days, in terms of people who were acknowledging, it was right. hard to, it would have been hard to cast. Joel Thurm and Randall Kleiser are both gay. They wanted to cast gay actors. They, they, you know, they needed some name talent. Nobody was admitting it in those days, which is so weird because that wasn't even that long ago. I mean, it's kind of scary that you couldn't admit it it's true it's true and it's it's great how far we've come but it, it what you're you are just so fantastic in that role and actually speaking of roles do you have any favorite roles that like that, that really just stand out to you 
you know, with your plethora of film roles that you've and TV too. I mean, you've your amazing television. I've made a lot of movies, so I have a lot of favorites. I have King of the Gypsies, Paul's Case, that almost nobody knows about. Paul's Case, It's My Party, Love is a Gun, Purgatory, which also people don't know about. Um, uh, uh, if those are one of those movies. Oh, Final Analysis. Final Analysis. Oh, great movie. Oh, love that movie. Kim Bassinger kills. That's such a good movie. Uh, let's see. Uh, I loved Eric in Suits also, and also oh. CSI. I mean, there's there are and in CSI Miami. There's there's a lot of TV. You're right. Where there's yeah. anyway, those are most of my favorites. Well, I have homework to do because I just wrote down a couple of them to watch during this time as well. Okay. I, I, I mean, I was literally going to come on and say, we're going to list all 600 credits before he comes on and it will be next year, literally. Um, <laughs> before we before we let you guys go, I wanted to just go over a couple of things. We're in that, no hurry. You take your leave. show is only a certain length. Are you sure? But we, I mean, I'll, I will sit with you. I'll come to, uh, to the West Coast and I'll talk to you. I mean, people are writing saying yeah. your stories are amazing. Yeah, we're going to get you some pie when you're out here also, but go ahead. Oh, here's yeah, we have access to a pie-based yeah, shop. He knows. He we're going to talk about it right now because here's some of Eric's favorite things. These are a few of my favorite things. Eric, I have some of your favorite things I think we've listed. Speaking of the bake shop, can you – Can you, I, you're, I'm never turned down a, a, a piece of pie. Can you tell <laughs> me what is Pie Bake Shop, piebakeshop.com? Pie Bake Shop is, is – is, uh, her youngest child, one of, one of my daughter's bake shop called Pie Bake Shop with the pie sign, and they make pies. She makes pies. Every pie. Um, what 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 are the what are the meal pies that aren't that aren't sweet? Oh, Sa including savory pies like pie savory pies. pies like pot okay. pies to cherry pies to pecan pie to pumpkin pie to every pie you can think of, and you've never had a better pie in your life. And I'm saying that because I've tried pretty much no very much every single one of them they are fantastic it's it mostly her instagram her her website's always falling apart but everybody's on insta now just pi yes. bake shop pi right? bake shop pie and bake she shop. also does cakes she does those kind of favorite things cakes like she did a signature guitar for keaton so she looked like his guitar she made she she made a guitar cake that she uh, she she gave to him when he saw it he thought she was giving him a guitar with a candle in it. Yeah. He was a little panicked. That's how cool it was. Yeah. Well, wow. speaking of Keaton, I know one of your favorite musicians. You may be, maybe a little, it, it, it maybe a little favoritism there, but no, if you listen to, let me tell you, if you listen to Keaton Simon's music, and what he's doing, not only in country music with with Brett El like all of the the stuff that he's doing, but in general, his solo work, what an amazing musician and what a beautiful voice and music. On Spotify and YouTube, but can you tell us a little bit about about what he's doing, how long he's played? He's played always, and uh, he uh, uh, and he, he is my without a doubt favorite singer songwriter who ever lived. Behind him is early Cat Stevens, and oh. uh, I, I mean, I mean, he, I mean, if you listen to his stuff, you'll stop saying Eric, you're biased. You go, Eric, you're right. Oh my God, because he's an unbelievable dude. It's unbelievable to take your breath away. He's brilliant, and he can play the guitar like nobody's business. He just opened up for guess who? Eric Clapton. I mean, I mean, are you kidding? He's Talk about 
one of the greatest guitar players of all time, Eric Clapton, to open for him, you have to know what you're doing <laughs> there. So um, his music is on Spotify. You can stream all of his music or his original music, and you could go to his YouTube channel and you could listen to his music and his videos. Uh, he he's 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 no joke. And lastly, will you tell us uh, what is naturalchild.org? Ah, uh, it's a miracle. The audio book is read by Keaton Simons, and uh, it's uh, what you think you know, but you know nothing of about little people and how to be with them and approach them and understand them. And it's perfect. Yes. Yeah. You know, natural child is just basically if the, um, if the philosophy there was followed, um, I think we would be in a lot less trouble everywhere in terms of the violence in the world and everything else, because to fix it after the fact is very difficult. But in here, Jan Hunt who developed the, the, the theory along with Alice Miller, who's very well known, um, she, it's the ounce of prevention that really works and all the subtle aspects of having kids throughout their whole lives from infancy through adolescence, all the answers are there. And, um, it really, we really want to spread the word. It's so important. Well, as a school teacher, as I teach fifth grade in New Jersey, you know, I I've seen a lot of heartbreaking stories through my, my 15 years in the classroom and just some love and letting kids be themselves and be raised in a healthy environment um, makes would make all the difference. So I read the website and I can't wait to read more about it for sure. Good. And your music, we, we can't wait to, to listen to you. My God. Thank you. Don't, don't tell me if you like it. The is fantastic. He's, he's being very humble. Drive up to your house and say, okay, Eric, I have my iPhone. I'm ready for a music video. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Consider it done, Robert. Seriously. Um, Hey, I know you have a, a rundown of some quick questions that you wanted to ask him. Um, and yes. Go, please. Hold on. I just have to turn my page here. Um, no, no worries. <laughs> well, actually, I, I, have a, I have a little question kind of about, you know, because TV and movies are, are very different now. Eric, what do you think, and, and Eliza too, what do you think the future is with the pandemic and things going on? What do you think the future of movies and, and TV are? Well, I, it's all got to do with safety, all got to do with public health. And uh, that's, but we have to remember the uh, the bottom line will always be cash. And th 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 that's what everybody responds to and works for. So, uh, so you know, what, what, what makes money and how to do it? This is the safest way. This, this, this thing right here that we have going on right now. And right. Uh, we, 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 we already have it. We, we just don't have it as a whole unit the, the exact same way. We, we all do different aspects of it, but that's okay. And uh, yeah. um, I, see, I, see, I see less and less human contact, which now that I'm old is fine with me, but it's unfortunate. I would hate to be a kid now. I know. I'm a real touchy-feely guy and uh, I drive her crazy even at our age. So, so I can't imagine being a kid now. That's like my husband John. We're very, we're very affectionate. Sometimes, you know, my even Robert's like, "All right, enough already." But I do. I, I you miss that, and I do feel you for the do. children today. It's hard. And Robert, as you were saying, taking the kids to see Sing, you know, I, I mean, we going to the movies is fantastic, and uh, it's too bad now. And, you know, and they were just getting to where it was crazy. You could have dinner there. I mean, all that crazy stuff. We have our two and a half year old granddaughter. We couldn't wait to take her to Clifford the Big Red Dog or, yeah. or something. 
all those first time movie experiences. Eric and I always see everything like the Thursday before the Friday when it's opens. Yes. And you know, you sort of can't and kids have been, you know, young people have been used to watching things on their device. They don't care anymore. You know, they'll just watch it on their phone. Um, we really miss the other thing, but television, you know, deserves to get, have its due. And television's kind of where it's at now. So there's a yes. reverse snobbery going on. And now. they make big yeah. ass monitors now. That's yeah. right. Even it's like the movies at home. Well, I'm talking about HBO Max and, and you being on Righteous Gemstones. Like, there's something that was so exciting over the pandemic about HBO Max being able to put out yes. movies without having to go to the movie theater. People can still see safe, stay safe and see the art. It has yeah. been a great thing. So I know you at home have HBO Max because you've been home watching these shows. So now you need to check out Righteous Gemstones. It's your next binge-worthy show for sure. And season two with this guy right here. All right. So I, I have I have five quick questions. It's kind of like rapid fire, so to speak, here. So I wanted to know, uh, Eric and Eliza, what movies are you into now? Have you seen anything recently that you've really loved? What's the last one we loved? And that I kept I kept talking about until finally you you told me to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, we, ju we just saw the 355 we just saw oh. yeah what well, was it before the pandemic because we really haven't seen anything yeah. we're looking forward i'm looking forward to the, the romantic comedies that are coming out i can't wait i mean i know me too right <laughs> it means yes. it's just not enough it's a really good question because movies have started to kind of reflect everybody feeling a little bit wary and kind of down we don't want that. I like. I miss the fluff. Like I like the fluff and the fun and oh, the you know movies are an escape. They're supposed to bring oh, you in. I know. Well, we loved we loved Passengers, the one with with um Jennifer Lawrence and loved and, it. And oh, and Chris loved Martin. it. Loved it. Loved it. I mean, people made fun of us. Yeah. But even I saw Chris and told him how much I loved him. But oh, you mentioned that one. Thank you so much. It was so funny. Like nobody's been saying anything nice to him about it. We love movies. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good movie. I enjoyed it too. I like the sci-fi kind of stuff. Uh, and what about television? What about television, TV shows? What you, besides your show? Yeah, besides Righteous Gemstones. Well, I mean, I, I'm addicted to Hallmark. Oh, that's my mom and my sister. They love it. My mom Yay. loves it. Okay. We have a lot of friends on Hallmark all the time. You know, Bethany, oh. Joy Lands, and Hillary. Eric, you're shaking your head. Everybody. I can't do it because every movie has the exact same dialogue as rearranged. But he wants to be in them. Just don't say that. We'll take a quick, sure. He yes. would love to be in them. They're <laughs> very fun to make. Cool. But we love a million little things. We love this is us. We love um we we love you know a lot of we love Chicago Med. I mean I, I'm using oh, you named all of my favorite shows. I'm first of all a million little things is fantastic. And Eric, you should have a part on that show. I'm just saying. Of course, the resident. We love the resident. Yeah, and we're really friends with Bruce. Yes. And, okay, go ahead. Other questions. Um, and what about what's a favorite meal the two of you have? Because I know you kind of both like to cook, right? Yeah, and and you're both vegan, right? Well. Uh, I make our pasta. I'm just a pizza guy. I eat whole wheat pizza with all different tops all the time. That's what he I do. He vegan sausage and vegan cheese and, and all of that. And he loves that from Pizza Cookery. 
Um, but we're really big on salad and, you know, we're, we don't eat sugar and, and, and you know. Salad's the mainstay. No, no. I yeah. will go to the craft service table on the movie set <laughs> the Three Musketeers bar. I will do that. But I usually get <laughs> like the dummy version, something that has like healthy ingredients. But I will stuff. do that. And also, also wardrobers hate me because they find M&Ms in my coat pocket. Yeah, no, they don't like me. That's why you both look so good because you lead such a lovely, healthy, healthy lifestyle. And I think that's wonderful. And I do have to ask, how are all the kitty cats? Oh, well, so surprising they're not here. We lost a couple since last time we we saw you. Uh, yeah. Cancer. Oh. And uh, they were two lovelies. We we uh, we got them at the same time too. So they obviously came with the seed of cancer together, wherever they caught it from. Mm -hmm. And uh, but they were they lived to be how old? Old, about sixteen or seventeen. Wow, twenty-two years old. Yeah, we have a real old guy now. Yeah, mm -hmm. we rescue like crazy. Like I don't know how they know to come to our house, but they come here but and they, they just show up. They just show up. It's like it's like they get postcards from their friends and with and they, the address, and they show up. And they go from skin and bones to being like pretty much Pigs. you know yeah. obese. Oh, I love that. That's so great. I don't know what to say to Eric and Eliza for you being so generous and kind with your time, the advice, the the the, the walk down the the movie lane that we had. We all lived our best moments and memories of the movies and television and work that music videos and work that you did. I want to tell everyone again that Righteous Gemstones is on HBO Max. Take a peek. You will definitely see Eric Roberts. It's streaming right now. I know the first episodes are out and um, it's a blast. We're all going to binge watch it. And I'm going to binge watch it this weekend. I'm going to tell you all. I'm going to tell you what I all about it and have a great time watching it because it's just so clever and so funny. And people are writing us still about, we want Eric in a, we want Eric in a, in a Marvel movie. We want Eric on this show. We want... People are, they're ready to, they, the world is ready for even, we're, we're ready for 700, 800. With, we're ready for the thousand credits. More. We want more. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so good to see you, sweetie. Well, there you go. You never know who's going to pop on. This week, it's Eric Roberts. Later this week, it's Stephanie J. Block. Straight with no chasers. Kaylin Allen. Julie Banco. Chaz Palminteri. This show makes no sense. I make no sense. But you listening makes sense to me because you must love art. And if you love art, you're my kind of people. Follow me at Robert M. Bannon on Instagram. Say hey. Make sure you go to robertbannon.com to check out all the things that are me. I don't even know if that's right. English. And you can listen to my album called Robert Bannon Rewind. It's out on Spotify. It was filmed live and recorded live at Green Room 42. I appreciate you being here. You're the best. And check out my friends on the Broadway Podcast Network, including two podcasts coming up where I dissect Dear Van Hansen. Woo, hot take. Broadway people, don't come for me. Till next time, the best is yet to come. I'll see you all again tomorrow, right here on The Roundtable. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org, because only together we rise. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.